Hey guys, welcome back to Discover Spring Ford. If you can't see me right now, it's because I'm standing in the middle of one of the largest cinematic media collections in the world. And guess what? It's right here in the heart of Spring Ford. Today, I'm sitting down with David Eisenhower of Cinema Sickness. I'm Jeff Desiato, a local realtor, aspiring actor, and transplant to the Spring Ford area. And I'm on a mission to find the best that Spring Ford has to offer. I'll be interviewing local business owners, civil servants, and other prominent members of the community to find out what makes Springford a great place to live, work, eat, and explore. I invite you to join me on my journey as I discover Springford. I'm very excited to sit down with David Eisenhower of Cinema Sickness. We are in his video library. Uh, one of the most expansive collections I've ever seen, if not the most expansive. Uh, you, I felt like I was walking into a blockbuster video um, <laughs> back in the day. Rest in peace. Um, but David, thanks for coming on the show today. Really appreciate having you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, no problem. So let's. Uh, what we usually do on the show is we go back at the beginning of the entrepreneurial journey, uh, and then we like to mix in a little bit of local flair. Obviously, uh, a Royers Ford resident. Yep. And uh, so why don't you start us off with just your upbringing and... and uh, then we'll transition more into how you got into cinema sickness. Uh, well, um, I've lived here my entire life. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, this was the house I was born and raised in. Uh, unfortunately, when my father did pass away a few years ago, uh, his name was also David Eisenhower. Uh, Ike, many Warriors Fordians will probably oh, wow. probably know who he is. He was actually the um, uh, the chief of Humane Fire Company oh, for a really? long time. Worked at Tom's Bar, so oh, yeah, wow. he was he was pretty loved in the community. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, when he passed away, um, we didn't inherit the house, so I moved in here and um, again, pretty much just been living here my entire life. So I've I've been in Roars Ford um, since you know since, since I was, it all since, began. Since it all began <laughs> since, since I was born, riding my bikes around and playing in the woods, and That's awesome. I went to Spring Ford, and <laughs> yeah, it's weird now to see there's like 15 schools. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, I thought I was just at Spring Ford High School. Oh no, it's this one. Oh, it's this one. The, the eight. I'm pretty sure they're going to build an eight and a half grade center. So like halfway through the year, you switch to the next one. I don't, I don't even know anymore. I'm like that. Used, that was the middle school. That was the high school. That's how it was when I yeah. was. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, obviously, I would imagine from a young age, you developed a, a liking of the uh, of cinema. Oh, I've always yeah. been into uh, to movies. I mean, ever since I was a little kid. Yeah, watching you know Batman and you know and of course cartoons and, and TV and whatnot. So right. yeah, I've always had a, a big love for uh, for movies. So. You probably get this question a lot, I would imagine, from fans and, and followers, but do you have, is it possible that you have a favorite film? <laughs> usually my answer to that is, uh, I usually just say Young Frankenstein, because okay. I, I do love that movie, but I don't know if I have an absolute 100% yeah, like, definite favorite. Yeah, I can't imagine you'd be able to. There's so many different genres right. and different movies. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's really hard to say. I mean, I, I can say, like, okay, maybe like these 20 are like my favorite, but I, you know. Yeah, and it's for me, I noticed that there's like the, the uh, the answer you want to give because it'll make you seem like I'm a true like <laughs> lover of of quality cinema. But then there's the the way I quantify it uh, is the movie that if I'm if I'm flipping through the channels and it's on, I have to sit and watch no matter where it's from. Mm -hmm. Watch it to the end. Um, and there are only a handful of movies that I think. Yeah. That, so that's kind of how I I describe it. my favorite film. It, it changes, but uh, <laughs> I'm a big fan of Catch Me If You Can, okay. which is yeah. <laughs> the Leonardo DiCaprio great Tom Hanks. Yeah. 
Uh, I love that era. Like yep. my, my living room is decorated in like Frank Sinatra, oh, nice. mid-century modern style. So I just love like anything that has that kind of it's like a great, period. It's a great movie. Yeah. So uh, I also am a big fan of Apollo 13. Oh yeah. That was I. I was learning astronomy in sixth grade. Tom Hanks fan. Yeah, yeah, not intentionally. Like, if you ask me who my favorite actor is, I would not say Tom Hanks. But I love almost every movie he's ever done. So maybe I'm, I'm just not willing to admit. But uh, yeah, in sixth grade, studying astronomy was the year that Apollo 13 came out, and I was learning about the Apollo missions and everything. And it was just like the seminal moment in my life. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. So anyway. Back to you. <laughs> I, I've been criticized for making the show too much about me. Uh, I'm working on it, folks. I, I swear, I swear. Uh, so, how does something go from I like movies? I'm going to start getting every movie I like and buying it and adding it to my catalog. How does it go from that to this? <laughs> uh, I have always been a collector. Ever since I was a little kid, I I used to collect rocks and uh, you know certain toys. I'd want to have them all, and of course I couldn't just throw them in a box. I'd have to have them on a shelf somewhere displayed in my yeah. bedroom. Like I, I was always into collecting and displaying and it's definitely something that's always been a, a part of me. Maybe, I don't know, I'm sure some psychiatrist out there would, <laughs> would have a field day with that, yeah. but it's always been something. I always loved the, the idea of collecting. Um, and before I collected uh, movies, I was the last thing I collected before this, I was in the Pez dispensers. Like, I, got, oh, okay. like, I got super into that and um, I had a huge collection of, of Pez and um, unfortunately what happened is right at the time I started collecting, Pez collecting kind of got big, like around uh, like the, the late 90s, early 2000s. It went like, like everybody <laughs> yeah. started doing yeah. it. So unfortunately, the Pez company, you know, got wind of this and kind of started not focusing so much on putting out new dispensers and got really into, well, let's put out Pez pillows and Pez hats uh, and Pez frisbees and Pez cards. It's like, what, you know, yeah. what's all this crap? <laughs> um, you know, I, I didn't mind collecting that stuff at the time because it was like, you know, a little bit of here and there. But dispensers are what, you know, I was yeah. really into and they kind of stopped focusing on that. So I was like, right, I'm, I'm kind of, I kind of had this. Yeah, I, that seems, cr- that seems yeah. like a bad marketing on their you, part. <laughs> you, well, it did, it did eventually change. They yeah. actually, I think, realized their mistake and they got really into, um, back then it used to be you had to be popular for 10 years to actually get put on a dispenser. Oh, okay. So like the Simpsons were around for like, I think like, I think it was like 15 years or something at the time before they, had, before they even got a Pez dispenser. Wow. Uh, because that was that was the rule. Yeah. They weren't going to put like that new that new cartoon wasn't going to get a Pez dispenser. Yeah. They've changed that. Yeah. It, it, now, now it's something new comes out. They strike while the yeah. iron. <laughs> yeah, the, the next yeah. the next week there's Pez. But anyway, um, so I got out of that. Yeah. And uh, at that point, I had a few like thousand dollars in my pocket because I had some like old like dispensers that were worth some money, and I yeah. I had sold them all off. And uh, DVDs had just kind of hit the mainstream. I mean, they had been out for a couple years, but it was finally to the point where the players and the um, the actual movies themselves had dropped in price that everybody was kind of getting into yeah. it. And I was like, well, you know, maybe I'll finally pick up, you know, a DVD player for my bedroom and yeah, a couple of movies yeah, I, I'm, what, really, I'm really into. What era was that? I don't that, remember. That would have been uh, 2001 is when okay. I started collecting. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, so right around then I, uh, I started picking up some movies that I liked and it just completely like pretty much immediately (laughs) went from one collection right into the next. I just, I couldn't stop. I was like, Oh, this movie's out. Oh, and that TV shows out. And Oh, that's that cartoon from when I was a kid. And I, it just, it got way out of hand really quickly. And then all these years later. Yeah. Now, did you start with collecting, you know, one type of, uh, you know, like, oh, I got all this, all the seasons of my favorite series, or did it start with like, I want every movie in this trilogy or um, in this saga? I mean, saga when, I, when or... I first started, I, I mean, like, when I first went out and picked up stuff, I I was mainly focused on. I mean, I pretty much wanted every Quentin Tarantino, yeah, uh, every like Tim Burton, because I was like right. obsessed with them back in the day. 
Um, and then from there, I started picking up stuff from that I was into when I was a kid, like uh, Willy Wonka, yeah. um, Stand By Me, yeah. uh, Wizard of Oz. It's like st- stuff like that I started grabbing. And that was pretty much how I started out, was just grabbing things that basically from my childhood or stuff that I grew up with, think, movies I really, really uh, were into. And then from there, I started being like, okay, well, I've never seen this movie, but it looks pretty interesting, yeah. and I'll, I'll, I'll check this one out. And Are you someone who judges things by their cover? I know you're not supposed to do that. No, not, no. not, not really. <laughs> like if, if, I, never if, seen if I pick movie something before? up and I'm like, it looks like it could yeah. be good, Like that's that's how I do my collection. Some people criticize me and they're like, oh, you'll just buy any movie, which yeah. is not the case. If that was the case, my collection would be even bigger. You know, a thousand times. I mean, yeah. there's so many movies on DVD, yeah. Blu-ray, and all other formats. I don't, I don't do that. Uh, I have to look at the movie and go, okay, like you know, this has actors I like. The synopsis sounds pretty good. Like this, this could be a, a movie yeah. I want to check out. And if I want to check it out, and it's for a good price, I'll, I'll pick it up. Do you also have like a B cult? movie collection oh god like, yo, you know, amongst, so, like, like so, the ones that are recognized for being bad and you collect those like so, mac and me and like, oh, yeah. movies like that a lot of my collection Manos. are really, che- <laughs> yeah. really cheesy movies yeah. so i like i like a good cheesy movie yeah, especially che- cheesy, cheesy horror i love yeah it. right yeah <laughs> that's like i grew up watching mystery science theater oh, 2000 yeah. so i i often say my sense of humor was was developed by watching that show <laughs> like the obscure references all oh, that yeah. kind of stuff i because they would make a comment and i'd be like what are they and then i would go and i you know it's just crazy uh but yeah they they uncovered Everybody knows what Manos the Hands of Fate oh, is. Yeah. Nobody knew when they <laughs> when they did that movie. Nobody knew anything about it. So um, that's really interesting. So how does it go from? Uh, our, let me ask you this: uh, your your method of obtaining the movies. I know you you know in watching your channel, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, you do you you go hunting. You know for whether it's yard sales or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is that your primary source? Is is pre owned yeah. or do you actually um, go out? Most and buy of it's pre owned. I very rarely like. I think I'm today. I might actually after this interview, I might go out <laughs> and. Uh, pick up the new Avengers movie because I just really want to see it. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? I haven't, I haven't, oh, okay. seen, it. No, I haven't seen it. I liked it. it I, don't, I don't really go to the theater very often. Yeah. I mean, there's no real reason for yeah, me to go to the movie true, theater. Yeah, yeah I, I, I end up buying it. So. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to actually go and get that because I really want to see it. But that's yeah. that's very rare. Usually, I, I, I very rarely buy movies when they come out. I will um, usually pick stuff up secondhand. I'll go to flea markets, thrift stores, pawn shops, stuff like that, uh, like yard sales, things like that is where I, I get a lot of my stuff. Um and uh, otherwise, I just wait for stuff to drop like really low. Like I, yeah. my, my limit's usually like five dollars. Like, I won't pay more than five bucks for a movie okay. usually. Yeah, like I noticed uh, just in looking that you have Ready Player One already. Yeah. For sale. And oh, it's I had a copy <laughs> Yeah, but I'm like, I, I'm like, how did that, it just came out? Like, how could he have possibly gotten it? <laughs> and then is selling it, and the price you're selling it for is really cheap. So, well, I, and, I, and I have a copy. I, from, I, I have know, a copy for myself. Too. I was gonna say, I don't, I don't mean you to give away all your trade secrets. but no, there's. Um, that's a pretty quick. There, uh, it, when I picked that up, um, Target had um, their Target ticket was had a twenty percent off all movies. So oh. there was that going on. Um, I had a gift card, and yeah. and, I, and also on top of that, uh, there's a thing called Shopkick. Uh, if you've heard of that, Mm-mm. it's an app for uh, your phone. When you walk into like a Best Buy or a Target, it'll give you points, and when you're in there, you can scan stuff and it gives you points for everything you scanned. And oh, on wow. top of that, you can link it to your credit card. So when you go to a place like Best Buy, you, you before you check out, you have them scan it. And somehow it knows that wow. you purchased whatever, and it like for all, for every dollar you spend, you get X amount of points, and then you can use those points towards towards oh, gift so cards. Oh, like a reward program. Yeah, yeah basically. Okay. So um, I had all that stuff kind of built up, and I went on a little like mini shopping spree That's the other day. Where I picked up some some newer movies that I did want that I didn't necessarily want to wait for, and right. I got them for all for like dirt cheap. Now, have you seen that movie? I I've wanted to watch it. I just haven't gotten yeah. around to watch yeah. it. Is yeah. it worth it, watching? It was, it? it was good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I feel like. <laughs> 
I don't know how old you are. I don't know if that's rude to ask. But no, I feel I, like we're... I'll, I'll be uh, 36. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to be 35 in December. Okay. So we're in the same same era. A lot of the, you know, obviously all the references to yeah. Nintendo and all that kind oh, of yeah. stuff. I mean, I'll show you. I've shown other people my cell phone cover unabashedly. Oh, is nice. Nintendo. That, that's really cool. Uh, you know, I, I'm very much a purist when it comes to that. I haven't gotten into the later gaming systems. Uh, I I'm just, still a Tecmo I do, Super I do, Bowl fan. I do Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance. That's, that's, yeah. it. that's it. People are like, why don't you get an Xbox and a PlayStation? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, everybody talks about how things get so close to real life, but my experience in playing video games is to escape real yeah. life, so yeah. I don't want it to be like smacking me in the face what I can see outside my front door or on there, the news. Go, yeah. So anyway, that's my soapbox. Uh, <laughs> so at what point did you decide to start to make it a money-making venture because obviously everybody has a collection and yeah. they, or they have a garage full of stuff that they mean <laughs> to do something with someday the rainy day stuff that they put aside and they never actually do but the, the thing that i find so intriguing is when people actually go from this is something i love simply because i love it to how can i find a way to you know turn it into a, a monetary venture uh, I guess it was about, I guess coming up two years now, um, I had worked for a company for 14 years that unfortunately um, got rid of my department. So uh-huh. I was uh, laid off. And, uh, oh, excuse me, my stomach. Okay. I, I haven't even <laughs> um, uh, So I was, I was laid off. And um, I, at that point, was trying to, you know, kind of panicking. I had a right. young child and whatnot, and, you know, bills to pay and stuff. Right. So I uh, rushed out, found another job, and um, the job was okay. I mean, the job itself was all right, the company I worked for. I yeah. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't a big fan of. Um, so I was there for about six months, and one of the main reasons I took that job was because uh, their hours were the same hours I was working at that job for 14 years, which worked out because, again, yeah. I have a kid. My wife works nights. I was working the day, so we didn't have to find some weird like babysitter yeah, right. or, or, or you know daycare, figure out what we're going to do for my kid for a couple hours. Um, so it, it was it was kind of perfect as far as hours were concerned. And then six months in, they said, oh, we, we want to change your hours. You, you have to come in later and work later. <laughs> I'm like, well, I mean, that's, I can't do that. Yeah. I, mean, that's, I mean, half the reason I took the job was because of the, of the hours. I mean, these are the hours you told me I'd be working and right. I took the job and now you want to change that. And they looked at me and said, tough, like you got, well, that's what you got to do. So yeah. li- literally that day I told my supervisor, I'm like, I guess I'm done. He's like, I, you know, he's like, it, it sucks, but I, but I under, I under, yeah. I understand. He's like, shame yeah, to see his, you go. Oftentimes it's their, yeah. their hands are tied as much. As, oh yeah. yeah it's like, always somebody yeah. up above. He was like, there's nothing, nothing yeah. I, he's like, there's nothing I can do about it. He's like, it's what these guys want. Yeah. So, um, I left that day. And at that wow. point I called my wife and said, I think I'm going to try doing cinema sickness full time. Wow. Uh, Cause I've been thinking about it. Cause up till that point for a couple months already, I'd been living off uh, cinema sickness and the my videos in the store. Okay. Uh, I had been living off that. Uh, all the money I was making from the job I was at for that six months, I was just kind of putting into the bank. Yeah. Um, so I was like, well, I'm already making a living off this. I, I'm already I'm already surviving off this. I'm like, if if I can if I can keep that going and maybe grow that. Yeah. Uh, it, it'll work, and I can right. keep doing it. And now it's been like I guess a year and a half later. I'm. Wow. Here, here I am. That's great. So, yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about um, what cinema sickness is, wh- how it started. Uh, and then how it's grown to where it is now, where you're actually able to live off of it. <laughs> it really just started with um, me doing videos. In fact, I didn't even really realize I was going to be doing videos. Um, I posted uh, a video showing off my collection, which was a lot smaller back in the yeah. day, uh, over at the in, in the condo I used to live in. Um, that is, uh, th- that's why I, I did a video in the first place, because I wanted to show my friends. I was like, right. my friends were like, I want to see your collection, because, I mean, even though it was smaller, it was still yeah. a decent size. 
and they wanted to see it. So I was like, all right, I'm going to film a little kind of tour video showing off my collection, just send it to my friends. And then people started watching that video. And I started thinking, maybe I should do like pickup videos. I'll show people, you know, things I, things I bought, you know, here, here's what I bought today. Maybe here's what I watched today. Give a little review. And I started doing that. And then again, people started watching more and more. And at that point I was like, all right, let's try to expand this out more. I'll do right. like hunting videos where I go out and I, I hunt down movies and from there, uh, eight years later, it just it is kind of snowballed and, and just kept going. And um, it also got to the point where I started realizing that I'm coming across good stuff while I'm out at, at, a, at a pawn shop or, or a thrift store or something or a flea market where maybe it's a movie that's out of print that goes for like a decent amount of money or something that I don't need it. I already have it, so I'm going to let it go. But why not pick that up and yeah. and try to resell it, you know, for whatever. And um, I've been doing that. And then for movies, I got into maybe selling like uh, also like old retro toys and stuff as well. And it's that's kind of snowballed. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, collectibles are just, it's such a huge market, I would imagine, yeah. or a niche market, but very loyal market yeah. for collectibles yep. and things like that. So uh, at what point did you start doing the daily videos? Was that from almost that the beginning? That was almost from the beginning, yeah. So you've been doing nearly eight years of daily videos. Yeah. <laughs> That's unreal. Yeah. Um, I would say nowadays documenting that much content is not as foreign as it probably was when you started. Yeah, when I started, there wasn't a ton of people doing it. Now, yeah. it's, it's to say, like, um, that I was a YouTuber or yeah. I made YouTube videos, like, a couple years ago, I didn't, it didn't feel weird. Now, when people ask what I do, I'm like, uh, I try to think of a way to, to not say that I do YouTube because I'm like, everybody does YouTube Yeah, right. Nowadays. It's like, <laughs> you know, Johnny 12-year-old is like, I have a YouTube channel. And you're like, oh, that's cute, kid. Go back to school. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I mean, I can, I can imagine... You know, it, it does. It's. I'm in a position now where I say, like, do I say I'm an actor? <laughs> do I say I'm a real estate agent? Do I say I have a show? Like, I don't know what to call myself. So I imagine that you, how, when someone asks you, like, what do you do for a living? What, how, how just, do you answer that question? I just say, I, I, I start off by saying I run my own business, and right. some people just leave it like, oh, yeah. okay, cool. And then some people are like, oh, well, what do you do? And then I have to kind of get yeah. into it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, well, um, do you like movies? <laughs> uh, no, like, do you really, 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 really like movies? <laughs> so um, I would imagine when you run into this type of, uh, and I'm going to link the, the tour video that you did okay. of the new space, because I, I watched the original one. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I watched, you know, I haven't been stalking you or anything, <laughs> but no, I, I found it fascinating because. I know you do the Goodwill Hunting on yeah. Wednesdays. Oh, Wednesdays, correct? yeah, yeah. So Goodwill Wednesdays, yeah. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> which I think is just the use of the the movie title is just yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant. Uh, very well done by you. Um, but do you actually have like a hard copy or or an Excel of everything that you have it's, down here? It's on my website. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I have uh, my entire collection listed. On my oh wow. Website, yeah. So so if there, I'd say. <sighs> 90% of the time, I'm usually pretty good at knowing what I have. Like, I don't know. It, Just like off the top of your head, you mean? It, yeah, yeah I mean, it's my collection. It's my passion. It's my yeah. love. So I usually know, okay, I own this movie. But every now and then I'm like, okay, you know, I come across a, a, a new Scooby-Doo movie, which seems there's like 50,000 animated yeah. Scooby-Doo movies. I'm like, do I have this one? I yeah. can pop on my, <laughs> my website quick and, and check it out and see if I have it or not. Yeah, is this the one where the kids meddle? Or, or, <laughs> or, or, or is it the guy from the beginning who they trusted who turns out to be the bad guy? I don't know. Oh, wait, that's every single one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, do I have this WWF one or the one where they, they meet the, uh, they meet the like, I don't know, Flintstones or the yeah, ones right. where they meet the Jetsons? Like, there's so many the crossover ones. Yeah, yeah, there's like three WWF ones. Like, why, why is Scooby-Doo meeting the WWF characters? Like, and they're animated versions of oh, the WWF Oh, oh yeah, it's, it's weird and it's bad. Well, then Hulk Hogan and Friends, wasn't that a show for a while? Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Mr. Yeah. T was at a yeah. Roddy Piper. 
I was a big WWF fan. Well, that's why I got I, out of it. Yeah. That's why I said WWF because yeah, I it's a very specific era. Yeah, that's yeah. that's when I watched yeah, it. Like I, I, got, I love like the late '80s like yes. era of, of I, wrestling. I got yeah. out of it. Like once he hit like uh, I'm trying to think of like once he got to like the narcissist Lex Luger and it just became everybody from the WCW joining. Mm-hmm. That's kind of when I got out of it. And I also outgrew it. No offense yeah. to anybody that's still a wrestle, <laughs> avid wrestling fan. I just it wasn't interesting to me anymore. I liked it better when it was all the kayfabe. Like, everybody had a ridiculous costume. Yeah. And I just, it was it was more fun. And, you know, when I was 10 years old, I really believed yeah. that Randy Savage hated Hulk Hogan. And, <laughs> and Ric Flair, like, or, or no, The Undertaker really tried to kill the Ultimate Warrior. Like, I, I remember vividly watching that on a Saturday morning and him burying was, him. He, he was the best. Yeah. And then did he become, like, a biker or something? Yeah, American, <laughs> American badass. That's what it was. I was like, I, he's The Undertaker, though. And then he finally re... He re- oh, okay. returned to his roots. Because I remember, like, when, when wrestling, like, that, that early 90s when, like, it took off, like, oh, like yeah. really big, and everybody was super into it, and everybody was doing their backyard wrestling. Like, I was out of wrestling at that point. Yeah, okay. Uh, but, yeah, I remember, like, seeing, like, um, action figures and stuff for, like, under- I'm like, how's that The Undertaker? Yeah, what does that have to yeah. do that? He's wearing acid washed jeans. Yeah, like, He's riding a Harley. Yeah, like, like what? <laughs> how's The Undertaker? The Undertaker I knew had, like, you know, the brimmed hat and the... the, yeah. the, the, the the, uh, the long trench coat long, yeah. stuff and great, the Paul Bear, yeah. yeah, he was awesome. Definitely, what do they call it? He had a great uh, look and just like whatever his uh, his I, story I loved his was. Theme song. We started out with just the, oh, the bong. Yeah, right. was like oh, that's so cool. <laughs> and the Paul Bear, that's yeah. a classic guy. Oh, <laughs> I love the way he talked. He had like fourteen chins. Anyway, uh, <laughs> see, I, t- I tend to. Uh, Steer the conversation um, in, in ways that, uh, that people are probably watching this. Like, I want to know more about the. the sorry, the, the, the no, it's my fault. I'm, I'm not not so skilled at the interviewing yet. I'll get there in season six if we still exist by, by then. Uh, yeah. So, tell me a little bit about the uh, what what a daily. Obviously, you're documenting it. Um, well, what does the daily operations kind of look like in uh, terms of turning the the content around? It and can that? change. Uh, I mean, certain days, like I. There are days where I will get up in the morning, like let's let's say I'm like I meet up with some friends and we'll go out and we'll hunt like all day long. Wow. We'll go, we'll drive out to like Hershey or something like that, or we'll drive uh, out to Jersey and end up you know doing some flea markets and hitting some thrift stores and then ending up like down at the the Jersey Shore doing some hunting down there. And you know I can I can be out all day long doing stuff. And other days I will just do something simple like right. an unboxing video because right. people, people uh, like fans and viewers, they send me stuff all, send me stuff all the time. I don't know if you saw those those packages right by the door there. No, I didn't. Oh see yeah, when we, that, that was all just stuff I haven't even got to yet that people have sent That's me. Crazy. I got I got unbox. So some days I'll do I'll make it simple, which allows me to get some you know yard work done or something like that. But um, it can it can change. But it's it's uh, it's crazy. I, I have a lot of people who. Um, well, uh, say to me like, "Oh, it must be nice to you know be retired, or not not have a real job or whatever." <laughs> and I am working so much more harder now than I have ever in my entire life. I'm like, yeah. no, it must be nice to get up in the morning, work those eight hours, and know you're done, right. and have a steady paycheck, and have um, right. ha- have uh, insurance and whatnot. I'm like that, that must that must be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like me, I'm like I never. First, at the end of every month, I don't know how much money is going to be coming in. Right. Maybe, you know, it's never it's never the exact amount. And on top of that, um, I, I'm shooting, I'm editing, I'm filming, I'm doing voiceovers, and I'm running my store on top of that. So I'm constantly right. uh, taking people's orders, I'm sending out invoices, I'm packing stuff up, I'm shipping stuff. Like, it's... I, I don't get to, like, sit down anymore. I mean, as much as I hate to say it, like, my movie watching has, like... I, I don't. I won't watch as many movies as don't I as I like. It, no. I, <laughs> All your loyal I, fans are gonna be like, "Oh, damn oh no, they, 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 they know." I've, I've okay. said, but I, I used to watch movie one movie every day. That was always my goal. I had to yeah. watch at least one title every single day. And uh, would it have to be a new title every time? Or no, no, it doesn't have to. Oh, okay. No, but I, just as long as I always watch something every day, I was happy. Yeah. And now it's like I, I'm, I'm lucky if I get to do that. Yeah, I know. I'm I just fun. so busy. I uh, 
I've had the same. I still I do Netflix, obviously Netflix streaming, Boo. but we still get the DVDs uh, as well. Okay, because there are a lot of titles that you can only get through DVDs. Yeah. So, um, but are, we've been so busy. I've had the same co- the movie The Majestic. I don't know if you've uh, ever seen yeah, it. Yeah. I, I I saw it a long time ago. Loved it. My wife will love it. I know she will. She, we just never get a chance to see it. We've had it since April, sitting in our oh, stuff. Wow. So thankfully, there are no late fees with the with the DVDs sending. Yeah. But uh, I'm like, I've had this for four months, and I'm supposed to be getting. So I I, lim- I changed my Netflix to just the two DVDs a month because we're never going to watch unlimited amounts. <laughs> so I'm like, I'll right, save a couple bucks. Um, but what about how do you? Obviously, this is your collection. Mm-hmm. So then you also have. Is there another off-site location where you have all of your inventory for for resale? That's all or up, is in the, it... up in the office. Oh, okay. Which is it is starting to it's starting to overrun. It's, yeah, a starting, bit. <laughs> it's starting to overflow a little bit. Yeah, it is getting kind of crazy. Um, I try to turn over stuff quickly. I, I don't I don't try to pick up stuff I know like maybe this will sell, maybe it won't. I try to get stuff I'm pretty yeah, yeah. pretty sure will will turn around. Now, um, I would imagine a lot of that has to do with you have to do like a lot of research about what is the hot thing, or um, or is it something that just comes. Yeah, just so I kind of uh, osmosis from yeah, being I, I immersed just, in it. Kind I kind of just know. Yeah. Now, um, how do you is is the main part of your store just your website, or do you also go through like Amazon and no, and it's, it's just yeah. uh, it's, it's Instagram actually. Instagram, my, really? my store's on Instagram. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so it's DMs and stuff. That's how people get yeah. in touch with you. And yeah, then... they just follow me on there, and I, they see new stuff I posted. And... That's crazy. Yeah. There's. I mean, I I looked into doing you know eBay and stuff like that, which would give me a bigger audience yeah. and whatnot, which would be great. But it, they take so much. Of your money, yeah, yeah. Like they take a huge cut, and I was, I, I'd have to charge because there's that's the thing with movies is like, yeah, if I find some rare out of print title that you know goes for a, a ton of money, like that's great, but yeah. that's far and few in between. Yeah, usually I find a movie, and I'm like, all right, I can mark this up like three dollars, maybe five dollars. <laughs> um, so there's very little markup. So if I was right. to put that stuff on eBay, I'd have to charge crazy amounts to yeah, just make, to make, to make money. Good. Yeah, yeah. Now. Um, just to kind of talk a little bit more about like your personal experience through this, um, were there any, are there any highlights of the process? I'm obviously, like you said, you just, and I find that this is often the time the way YouTubers get started is they just randomly put a video up there and then all of a sudden eyeballs get on it. And then you're like, wait, maybe this is something. Um, are there any key highlights or, or key like points in this eight year, nine year journey? Well, I guess longer than that, right? Bit about, well, since I've been doing, it's been about eight years since I've been. Yeah, so, and yeah, so that you could you kind of look at as like when you were when you hit that milestone, it was like very memorable. Like the first time you had a thousand <laughs> views on a video, or the first time you had um, a thousand subscribers, or I'm not really sure. I, uh, maybe you just kept your head down the whole time, and you yeah, and then you all of a sudden you put look your head up one day, and you're like, oh my goodness, like how am I this immersed in this? I mean, it, it was pretty cool. I guess I, I'd say like one of the first great things is when I was out somewhere. And somebody came up to me and was like, "Are you are you some of a sickness? I watch your videos like, oh, that's awesome. like like when that like the first time that ever happened. I mean, now it happens like every now and then, but like yeah. the first time that ever happened, I was like, like somebody's recognizing me. That's yeah. so weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would imagine you have a lot of followers that are not local. I, the yeah. majority is probably all over. Oh, they're all over the place. Yeah, I get yeah. people all over the world actually. Yeah. yeah. What is uh, what are some places that you can think of that of people who follow you that are obscure? Can you think of any off the top of your like, head? Like where they live? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Like the, um, the, how far the reach that it's gone, I should say. I should remember this because just last night, I mean, I do a lot, I, I uh, started doing live streams on Mondays. Oh, okay. Uh, so I do now a Monday live stream and a lot of people say like, hey, I'm watching from this country. Uh, I mean, people are watching from Australia, UK, Germany. Um, gosh, and there were some really weird ones too. Like countries, I was like, wow, like I can't believe like somebody watches me from like this random country. Like Turkmenistan. <laughs> yeah, yeah some, some weird stuff like that. Yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't even... <laughs> 
You're like, do yeah. you even have the internet there? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but people were watching me from like all over the place. And like, that's that is so, that is cool, so crazy. Yeah, it's so cool to know that, and that's one of the cool things about the internet. I think is it it opened up our minds to the world beyond yeah. the four walls or our neighborhood, and to know that there are people that love things as much as you do. Because yeah. a lot of times, I think, um, you know, we 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 live an isolated life, and we think like no one is like me. Really, like I'm unique <laughs> in a bad way, or like we 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 think we're weird because we like something and nobody else in our family does or whatever and then you find this community yeah outside that is uh you know and that's one of the reasons why i wanted to start the show is because i you know obviously it's locally based local interest nobody from moose jaw canada is necessarily <laughs> going to care about royers ford or spring city unless they have a family member or, See, the or great thing we're born is, there but is, is, is if this goes well you can you can expand i could expand yeah. you can discover uh pennsylvania yeah. and then from pennsylvania discover like the tri-state and then yeah. discover united well, states i have had some people start to say things like oh you should come and do like perkyoman valley because that's like the next one over and i'm like okay i i <laughs> there's plenty i it, plenty that i have not exhausted just in the spring for it originally it was just going to be discover royer's ford and then i was like well i might run out of things uh, so I expanded it to Springford because I think that's like kind of the, mm-hmm. the, the whole area. Um, but now I find out that there's so much in Royersford, like this movie collection. Which, <laughs> how, do you know how many titles you own? No, I stopped collecting years uh, ago, or, or right. stopped counting, counting years yeah. ago. Yeah. So, um, do you know, like, in terms of where it ranks or anything like that, like in in personal movie collections? Uh, do you keep I mean, tap I know, I, I know, I definitely have one of the largest yeah. in the world. I mean, I've seen people post like, um, you know. Like oh like I, I'm trying to think I don't want to say it um on Insta or um, Facebook I'll see like oh the largest movie collection and, you know it's like some some vital yeah. videos going around I'm like I've, I've got more than that guy yeah. does like <laughs> I think we got to get Guinness Book over here and see what's <laughs> yeah, I I wonder I yeah, yeah. I, I don't know <laughs> it's pretty awesome I, I will say I, I think it's really cool so um why don't we take a moment to tell people about how they can find what you're doing okay. um. Obviously, you have the Patreon uh, for supporting you, subscribers on YouTube, Instagram, you know, let people know how they can find you. I will have all the links below the video. But Easiest to... thing is just to go to uh, cinemasickness.com because there's links to everything right. there. So if you just, if you want to find uh, YouTube, you want to find Facebook, you want to find Twitter, uh, the store, all that, all that stuff, I mean, there's just... You just Little clicks. Yeah. yeah, nice yeah. little thumbnails. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll, send you, it'll send you everywhere you want to go. That's great. But I, I'm I'm also cinema sickness on everything. everything so yeah. yeah, so anywhere you I'm not you know it's not well there's weird things where okay well on Instagram I'm cinema sickness two three five yeah no, it's just yeah. it's just cinema sickness everywhere you go. Yeah, that's yeah. what we're discover Springford except on Twitter because it's too long. So we're <laughs> discover SF show on Twitter. So um, and also we're gonna I'm gonna link up. Uh, at least provide a link in the comments, however, but to the tour, because I think that'll be really cool for people to watch this and be like, what the heck are you talking about? I only see a handful of videos behind you. Wait until you see the tour. And I encourage you guys to subscribe to David at Cinema Sickness. Very entertaining and uh, a local guy that we definitely want to support locals. So, David, thank you so much. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate it. It it felt like it went really fast, uh, as it normally does. Um, Anything else that you would like to mention before we... Part ways. I just say uh, keep uh, keep media physical. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> stay stay away from the digital stuff. That's right because they're tracking you. They can want they can find out what you're watching and your habits and all that stuff. No, I do have a I do have a place in my heart. I have a record collection. Not nice. nowhere near the, the the here the here and now. But uh, as I mentioned to you before, uh, I got some Andy Williams. I got some Sammy Davis Jr. I, I like the classics and on vinyl. There's no no replacing. 
If you listen to an MP3 of Frank Sinatra, it's like it, looks, it sounds different. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not it's not worth it. You got to have that crackle. Oh yeah. Uh, so I know DVDs <laughs> don't make crackle noises. Well, it's like but. watching an old horror movie on on VHS. It just yeah. has that that like that grain. You need and that, that warble every once in a while. Yeah, there, when there's, the there's, FBI warning yeah. comes on. And there's <laughs> something about watching a good like '80s horror movie on VHS as opposed to you know in 4K or something. Yeah, you don't yeah. need 4K. They nah. didn't film it intending it to ever be converted no, to 4K. No, they did That's not. why you can see the the mic boom arm coming down and all. You'd be surprised stuff. how many new movies nowadays I don't think they take into consideration because there's little things where I'm like oh, I noticed this little mistake like little things that like oh, really? like why why is that, why was that left in there I think maybe back in the day they that wouldn't have even showed up on the video yeah, yeah. totally true I don't like the way it looks like sometimes when I watch things and it's too high def I feel like I'm just looking at someone's home movie <laughs> because it's like so yeah. I liked the sheen yep. of like that I don't know if it's lower quality or whatever but anyway we could talk about this forever. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> well, David, thank you so much. Oh, thank really you. appreciate it. Well, that just about does it for this episode of Discover Springford. If you'd like to hear our full unedited conversation, I encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and any other podcast app. And I want to thank David for allowing me to peruse this massive media library. It's all right here in the Springford area. And if you're ever in the market for a DVHS, that's right, an HD VHS of Fight Club, maybe you should talk to David about it. And if you'd like to get your very own tour of the video library, David actually put a video together, which we're going to link below this video. And you can watch as you walk through all the aisles and see all of the films that he has in his collection. If you'd like to support Discover Springford, I encourage you to check out our website. There are three ways for you to do that. You can make a one-time contribution on PayPal. You can also become a monthly supporter through Patreon. Or you can check out our merchandise. Until next time, I encourage you to get out there and discover what makes the Springford area a great place to live, work, eat, and explore. <laughs>